welcome back to the glowing 20s happy sunday or it's sunday right now but i'm definitely not going going to upload this on a sunday so whatever day it is happy day i have my new microphone i don't know if you can tell the sound quality should be much better than previous episodes i was getting really tired of my last microphone and every time i would put my headphones on to edit i was very disappointed so i'm hoping this will be better it's a very small little microphone it's very cute and it's supposed to go on your lapel actually it has these little clips but i tried recording yesterday and i put this on my lapel and it was simply too loud so i'm holding it in my hand a little bit further away from me i hope this isn't too loud for you guys i will figure it out over the next couple episodes if it is and then i will place my microphone accordingly depending on that but yeah so i'm very excited about this little guy and i'm drinking tea i have my candles lit and i don't know everything is i'm feeling good you know feeling relaxed excited for the week happy about the weekend the weekend was a little chaotic i'm glad i took today to myself but i also have <laughs> i had a lot of fun this weekend on friday i went out with a co-worker and her family we went to an arcade and i basically spent way too much money i'm not gonna say how much but on a plushie because they had so many little plushie machines and i needed one and so um near the beginning i won one of them it's this rabbit with a really big head and a, a really big red bow on her head she's very cute and i love her deeply but then i proceeded to spend the rest of my money on those little plushy machines and i didn't win any more <laughs> than that one so yeah basically i spent an ungodly amount of money on just one plushy when i could have bought it from literally anywhere else for probably like a fourth of the price so yeah it was a very humbling experience to say the least and then we did some bowling I got home pretty late actually from there, like close to one, one in the morning. And then I had a brunch to go to the next morning. I had a an appointment with some bottomless mimosas. So I literally came home, went to sleep and I had to wake up really early because I had to wash my hair. And then I had to go all the way to Sacramento and uh, my friend did my makeup and we kind of like got ready together and then we went and got brunch and bottomless mimosas it was really fun very chaotic day a very chaotic day and then i actually got home late like at 9 p.m from that and then today was just for self-care self-care it was the name of the game today and the name of the episode today so wow i feel like if you didn't care to know the details of my weekend <laughs> too bad there it is and um you're welcome you know so and before we begin can we just talk about you know when you're just really in love with somebody and you don't think that there's anything that they can do to make you more in love but then they go and release an album called face since we're talking about self-care why don't you just go do yourself a favor and go listen to face what a king what a prince among men wow I mean, anyways, we should just continue, right? Because I'm quite speechless. I don't really know even what to say about it. It's just 
really getting me through these tough times, honestly. All right, let's talk about self-care. So the idea for this episode, there's always there's always a, a little bit of an inspiration, right? So for those of you who are OG listeners, way back when, when we had the visual podcast, which is actually still up on our Instagram, I don't recommend going and looking for it, but you can if you want to. Yeah, so that that episode was kind of it was kind of based off of things like a lot of the dialogue that we had heard around campus, which was talking about self-care. And a lot of people were under the assumption, and I don't know if this is still the case, I don't know if people have finally figured it out or what it is, but they a lot of people were under the assumption that self-care was ignoring your problems and taking a bubble bath and doing a face mask. And really, I mean, before we were like, self-care is not taking a bubble bath. I disagree with that now. Like, I do think that that qualifies as self-care. I think self-care is a huge umbrella term. There's so many things that fall under it. And we're going to talk about all of those things or all of the things that I can think of. And if there's more, then I would love for you to tell me. But I think the main part of it that we really didn't agree with was the avoiding your problems. For me, yes, there's so many things that fall under self-care. So the reason that, I mean, it might be pretty obvious, but the reason that I believe that taking a bath is self-care or doing a face mask is self-care or even taking time to, I don't know, get ready in the morning, do your skincare, that also qualifies as self-care because you are worth the time you are putting time and effort into yourself and whichever way you value and you're caring for yourself right so you're showing yourself love those do qualify as self-care but I don't think when you're really stressed because you have a lot to do taking a bath and not doing the things that you need to do is not the answer that's what I mean in fact The opposite is true. If you really want to care for yourself, if you really want to show yourself love, do the things that you have to do. Do them because you care to. It's looking out for yourself in the future. If you sit down and you stay present and you work on whatever it is that you need to work on, it's not self-care at all, actually, to avoid your problems or avoid your work, your to-dos whatever they are, like academic to-dos, work to-dos, life to-dos, to go and do something that can be, I guess, disguised as self-care. That was kind of what we spoke about in that episode, but I want to dig a little bit deeper than that as well, because there's a lot more to self-care than just that too, right? I think a big part of self-care is inner work, learning about yourself and prioritizing learning about yourself and discovering more about yourself, learning the things that you like and the things that you don't like and the things that you value and your strengths and your weaknesses and working on maximizing your strengths and learning how to deal with your weaknesses and how to thrive regardless of them or with knowing what they are, being able to utilize that knowledge for your benefit however much time and energy needs to go into that, you should put into that. It's cool to actually think about all of the different ways that you can go about doing that, right? Because really at the end of the day, what it is, when you're going to learn the most about yourself is when you challenge yourself. And 
that's when this whole idea of getting out of your comfort zone and being vulnerable, everything that we've been talking about for the last few months comes into play, right? It's not just sitting in one place and journaling and meditating and reading. And I mean, it is, (laughs) you should do that too, but there's more to it as well, right? Because one thing that I learned is when self-care was really it was the main theme of my life. You know, after you kind of have like a, a rough go, like a little bit of a flop era, then you want to try to grow and you want to implement new habits. And I remember a few years ago when I was having a really big self-care phase, a lot of it was, and it, it, of course it was during peak COVID or maybe like right after peak COVID. And there was still a lot of quarantining going on and a lot of social distancing and that sort of thing. So I think that contributed to it a lot, but I really kept to myself and I did a lot of that, like the journaling and the reading and the listening to podcasts and meditating and all that is really important. And I think that that's even, that's something that I'm doing now too, right? But There's a way to strike a balance so that you're doing all of those things, right? And that you're setting like a little bit of a time limit for yourself to do it. I I mean, it is what it is. All of these phases, they ebb and they flow and they each look different. And that's what's so beautiful, right? You don't necessarily want that continuity all the time because there is growth to an extent, but then there's only so far you can grow in that way. And so then you start to plateau a little bit. So I think that it's good. It's good that self-care and self-love, there should always be like a baseline of that, but the amount of energy and time that goes into it, it changes. It varies because of just different phases of your life. That's inevitable. And you shouldn't have unrealistic expectations when it comes to that and think that, why am I not putting in more time for this? Why am I, if you're even putting any time at all, that's, hey, that's amazing because some people don't and some people aren't even intentional about caring for themselves and loving themselves. And it's just important at the end of the day, I think if you take some intentional time to do that and put in some intentional energy to do that, I think that's really what matters at the end of the day. So even if all I'm doing is sitting down and doing a 10-minute meditation every day, that's better than nothing. And even if I'm not journaling, meditating, and reading – But I'm going and challenging myself in some way every day, whether it's like maybe I'm challenging myself physically and mentally when I go to the gym or maybe I'm challenging myself emotionally with my relationships and I'm forcing myself to be a little bit vulnerable and like doing something despite that fear. I think um, something else that falls under this whole idea of self-care is looking out for your future self in whatever way that is. So I kind of spoke about it a few minutes ago or however long ago, but that's a whole idea of not avoiding your problems, right? (laughs) If you avoid your problems, then you're creating more problems for your future self. And when I say avoiding your problems, I don't even mean necessarily your to-dos, but even your feelings, right? Because say you're avoiding your feelings, and I will actually have another episode about feeling your feelings. But when you're avoiding your feelings about something or another, if say you're disappointed or you're unhappy about something and you are just trying to do everything else in the world, hanging out with people and taking that bubble bath 
and maybe even mindlessly just burying yourself in any sort of media, social media, or binge watching TV shows or movies, things like that, then you're also not looking out for yourself because, and you're also not self-caring because your feelings and your emotions, when you don't address them, they stay in, they stay with you, you know, and they fester and they interfere with other things that are happening in your life and they affect your responses to other things that are happening. I guess not even your responses, your reactions. It's really important, you know, emotions are temporary, they're fleeting, but also only if you allow them to be because you can address your emotions and feel your feelings and then let them go and release them. And that is another form of self-care. However it is that you want to do it, setting boundaries with people is a form of self-care. Realizing your worth, again, taking time to do that inner work and understand your worth and understand the things that you bring to the table and understand what it is that you want and that you can offer and then setting boundaries based off of all of those things and really I guess sticking by your values at the end of the day right you're understanding what it is that you value you're understanding what it is that you want and you're saying no to anything that isn't that that doesn't meet those standards that's important too because you don't want to compromise you don't want to compromise your worth you don't want to compromise the things that you bring to the table being mindful of those things is really important and then sticking by the values and ideals and ideas and principles everything that you think is important is also a form of self-care and it can be really hard to do and To be honest, I think that a lot of times, a lot of times, all the time, a big part of what shapes us as people and shapes how we see the world and our perspectives and our values and principles, as I was just saying, are our experiences. And so the more that we experience, the more discomfort that we may put ourselves in so that we can experience more, of course, with boundaries again and being safe. When I talk about expanding your comfort zone and discomfort it's obviously it has to be intentional and it's not just like a it doesn't mean any sort of discomfort it's very specific I hope that's being communicated I hope like nobody's getting any sort of ideas about what that means when I talk about discomfort what I'm trying to say is challenging yourself with respect to your boundaries and things like that I don't know if I necessarily needed to clarify that but in case I did there it is in the past, when I had been journaling and reading and whatever, all of that in my in the comfort of my own home, in the comfort of my own room, and I wasn't really forcing myself out that much, there was only so much that I could grow. And once I forced myself to do more, and I pushed myself to socialize more, and meet new people, and make new friends, and trust new people, then that took me to another level of understanding myself and I think that caused me to form relationships with people that I'm so grateful that I have that I wouldn't have otherwise had you know so it allowed me to um, attract people into my life who 
are meant to be here. And it gave me an idea of who I want in my life, what kind of people I want in my life that are going to help me thrive as a person and help me feel fulfilled, feel like I'm living a meaningful life and help me to continue to get there and to continue to live a meaningful life. And they're going to encourage my growth and people who want to see me thrive and people that I want to see thrive as well and whose growth I want to encourage. I don't know. I think self-care is such a beautiful thing. It's There's so much to it. Um, and there's so many ways that you can care for yourself, but sometimes it can be hard to, you know, but, um, and again, it, it comes in waves, right? Like sometimes you are really into it and sometimes you're not so into it, but even the smallest things can make such a big difference, especially when it comes to consistency. At the end of the day, you're consistently loving yourself in one way or another. And also just the basics of nourishing yourself and intentional movement every day taking care of your space taking care of your mind and your body and your soul learning something new every day pushing yourself to learn there's just so many different ways there's so many different ways but again it can be hard and then sometimes self-care isn't a priority because other things come along that take up your time and your energy but you have to you do have to fill your cup you do have to have a proper relationship with yourself and look out for yourself and take care of yourself in order to do that for others and be there for others and and that reminds me of um a jay shetty podcast episode that i listened to gosh so long ago but it was talking about how say like somebody wants to spend some time with you and you can't give your 100% because you don't have 100% to give. You don't have the energy to give them. And then it just starts to interfere with the experience with that person. Then you have to take a step back, you know. It's better to say no to someone and tell them that once you regain your energy and you're able to give more, then you can reconvene. But if you don't have enough to give, then say no, then don't go. (laughs) Because what's going to end up happening is the way you feel, you being drained and you not being able to give them when you're 100% is going to show and it's going to manifest in whatever way it's going to manifest in. They might end up having a terrible time and you might end up having a terrible time and then will it have been worth it? And instead, what you could have done is said no and rescheduled for a time when you have enough to give, when you have 100% to give to somebody else. You don't want to give someone your 50% or less or even, you know, or even your 70%. You know, you want to give people your 100%. Relationships are so meaningful and they're so important. Not even just speaking about relationships, but even doing anything in general, it's like, You want to be able to give everything your all. Sometimes it's really hard to do, and it takes a lot of figuring out your footing to do that. That also is self-care, figuring out your footing to do that and doing that, you know. The more you give, the more you get, too. So the more you'll get out of it. How am I implementing self-care into my life right now? Uh, Well, I'm in my self-care era. (laughs) I am. I'm 
trying to be very intentional about self-care right now, especially while I'm working through some emotional stuff. And I think just creating time and space for myself to figure myself out more is really what it's coming down to right now. Something that I, um, so as far as habits go, I'm trying to, again, do the basics of just being consistent with meditating and working on my energy, working on my mindset through meditating and journaling to address my emotion, my different emotions, my different thoughts, and to be very um, aware of them. I think that's really important and to address them and to think through them. Talking to my loved ones is really important to express my thoughts and my ideas and my emotions and to hear their thoughts about my ideas and my emotions, but also hear their thoughts and ideas and emotions in general. So we, we can all just help each other out. <laughs> and um, just working on my relationships with people, that's always important. And I'm trying to read more self-development books so I can learn more. And I'm trying to challenge myself more physically in terms of like movement and stuff, which I don't want to get into right now. But maybe in the future, once I stick to it and I'm consistent with it, um, I can speak to that a little bit more. But um, I'm also just thinking about different things that I can do. It's still very early in my self-care era. So I've been doing a lot of just the thinking portion and planning portion of things but of course that phase can only last so long it hasn't been that long but I'm hoping that this week actually um, I can start working on figuring out myself a little bit more and figuring out what I so uh, you know that this is something that I've been saying in so many podcast episodes and it's been such a big theme for me or like such a big thing that I've always been talking about and feel like finally it's time. Not that it wasn't time before. I, I was doing, um, I was doing aerial, aerial yoga, for example, and that was an attempt to really find something to not necessarily like a passion, but a potential passion. I don't want to put too much weight on that one thing, but yeah, like I want you know try new things so that I can find those things that really bring me so much joy and bring me that are cathartic for me as well I do think that I I feel things very deeply and so I want to be able to do things that I can express myself through and release express and release feelings and emotions through and so a lot of that tends to be through movement and so I just want to take time and allow myself to have time and energy to devote to those things that's very vague I just don't know yet you know so I don't want to there's not really much else I can say but um I'm still in this new place it's only been about four months and so I really want to attract good people into my life as well and so I'm hoping that that's also something that I can that I can do and that I can work toward. So yeah, I'm getting very emotional. That's how I feel about self-care. If anybody has anything else that, you know, you consider to be self-care that maybe I didn't talk about or or you had just have anything to add to what I've said about certain forms of self-care or just self-care in general or what it means to you, if it means something different 
that maybe I haven't thought about before. I love getting some new perspectives and some more perspectives. So please share. You can reach me at the glowing twenties on Instagram. And uh, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please be sure to rate and review the podcast. And I hope to speak to you all next week. Sending so much love. Have an amazing week. Bye.